Welcome into another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2021 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. Big country, welcome into the show. We had a, a football game last night. Yeah, it Not was a good much one. of a one, but there was football on TV. Lions going to Green Bay, taking on the Packers. Uh, this was like the Aaron Jones breakout game. For the season, he was another guy that we had named last week on somebody that needed to have a bounce back day. Had a, a rough week one, then comes out on Monday Night Football, drops four touchdowns. Fantasy guy for me. Oh, I loved yeah. it. I <laughs> had him, Kyler Murray as a quarterback, and uh, Terry McLaurin as a receiver in one of my leagues. Like, one of my leagues just went off. I yeah. scored like over 200 points. I wonder what the average number of leagues fantasy guys are in. I'm in three, and that's a low number for me this year. Yeah, and I'm in five, and I'm tired of being in five. I say every year, I'm only mm-hmm. going to do two or three. And then right before the season starts, there's two more. It's like, hey, you want to join? It's like, oh, fine. I had to yeah. say no to one to, this year, and I felt uh-huh. bad saying it. But it, Well, especially if they're money leagues. <clears throat> I feel yeah. like I'm losing my voice today. But especially if they're money leagues, it's like, you know, 20 bucks doesn't sound like too much. So you have 10 guys asking you, and then you realize you're $200 in, and it's like, wait a second. Yep. <laughs> and for me, like, I'll get into these leagues, and be like, yeah, 20 bucks, whatever. And then I'll forget that I'm in it. And I'm like, oh, well, it's just 20 bucks. Yeah. But when I've done that five times, and now I'm down 100 bucks, that's when this year is like, I, I'm only getting in like two money leagues. Yeah. And that was my reason I'll say no to the last one. It was like, I'm in too many money leagues as it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving away my money because I know I'm not going to win. I got one of my buddies, I hardly hear from him in like <laughs> that's every fantasy league. Yeah. Hey, I haven't talked to you in a while. How you doing? Yeah. Oh, I'm good, man. How about you? How are the wife and kids? They're great. Hey, I'm putting together a fantasy football league. You have that's hey, how it goes every yeah. time. It's twenty bucks. You good with that? We're thinking about upping it this year to maybe like thirty five. You cool with that? <laughs> sure, man. Thanks for asking for my fucking money. Yeah. Loser has it. to cut off his left hand. Not a big deal. No, no. We all agreed <laughs> on it. You're just the only one we haven't asked yet. We figured you'd be cool with it. Yeah, Joe's out. He lost last year. He can't type anymore. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we have an opening if you want in. It's just a your just name's a written all bet. over it. You just let us know. Yeah, but it, it was fun to watch football. Um, I tried to watch the Manning telecast last night, and I will say it wasn't as good this week as it was last week. I don't know if it was because you know last week was a, a very close game. It was a good football game, but I also felt like the guests were better last week mm-hmm. than the ones this week. And also, I should say I missed a lot of huge portion of the game because we had a huge storm roll through the area and it knocked out my internet it was a nice little storm though i'll tell you what it was big high-rise windows in my apartment and i just watched the lightning just they put on a show last night yeah way to go god lightning and the thunder look at you it's like an imagine Dragons song last night yeah it was i should have played that that would have been sick but i i did i still liked the manning telecast but it, it wasn't as good i even debated switching over to the other one yeah, I feel like last the, night... What's it called? Their main telecast is what they're calling it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. It looked like last night on uh, their main telecast, they put on that, go to our main telecast, the Manning Brothers show. So I think they were calling both of them their main telecast. A little, little really? double real, yeah. 
I didn't see that. I did. It was different. I, I was flipping through the YouTube TV last night around like 6.30 or like, you know, trying to make sure I, I had the game and which one. And the first one that came up to me for me was the Manning telecast. And I thought, oh, they did it. <laughs> Week two, they switched it over, but they didn't. And I'll be curious to see the ratings on this one. I bet it will be about the same. Yeah, I feel like last night you struggled, like you said. It was mainly because of the game. Because it did reach a point after halftime where Green Bay just ran away with it. I mean, they scored mm-hmm. 14 points in the third quarter. Pretty dominant. I also wonder if like the game being out of hand would bring more viewers over. Like, this game's out of hand. I don't really need all the down and distance time yeah. penalties. Let's just go hear Peyton and Eli talk about it. I didn't think the guests were as good. No, I mean, when you get Brett Favre on in the second half and his opening line is, I didn't watch any of the first half because I was trying to get this set up. Uh-huh. It's like, dude, that's we the whole point of You're having old. you on. But like, that's <laughs> Do my, that earlier in the day. Like, that's my thing with Brett Favre. And it was a great football player, but you can tell this guy just doesn't give a shit about anything. No, I mean, he'll do anything. Yeah, and, like, it's starting to carry over where it's like, this is a boring product. Like, the yeah. only thing that's carrying you right now is your name. I loved watching Brett Favre play football. I got to see that growing up. With now me, it's like, I hated Brett Favre uh, growing up, watching him, and then he retired, and I started liking him. Mm-hmm. And it's like I missed the way that he played football. Yeah. I mean, he really, he was the gunslinger mentality. And I know that there were other guys before him, but for me, in my era – Watching him, he was the first guy that I ever saw do that. Yeah. That just, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to put it in this window and to be able to do it. I, I saw a lot of quarterbacks who were like, yeah, I'm going to try to make this throw and couldn't do it. But for Brett Favre, like more often than not, he would put it in the window. Or, you know, doing the underhand passes and things mm-hmm. like that. And they did show that last night, which was pretty cool. I think it was the first time I've ever actually seen the the pass. And they did ask him, uh, when did you work on that stuff? Did you work on it in practice? And he was like, I just did it in the game if i didn't practice i'd get in trouble yeah he's like so i just figured out what i could get away well, with in the game he he was the inventor of the rpo mm-hmm. of you know having a run play called and then seeing something and being like nope throwing it yeah and, i mean that was really cool especially for a guy who couldn't even read defenses you know or yeah. know like what the nickel was <laughs> and that's my whole thing with like he just doesn't care and i get it to an extent like there were some good moments with it but like man to open up with that you could tell peyton manning was just like Son of a gun. Yeah. I, I also wonder how much of you. it is his fault. Yeah. Because I've hopped on stuff before and tried to do, like, our, you know, one year ago, we were still doing stuff with Bleacher Report, and we were doing, like, commercials for a certain beer company. Yeah. And it would be like, all right, we need to get started at, like, 11 or whatever, 10. Early in the morning, two hours would go by and be like, okay, we're ready to go. Like, all right, like how did we not have this figured out? Yeah. Like audio visual stuff. How do we not have this figured out beforehand? And that's no fault of like Bleacher Report or Dosakis. It's just sometimes there are kinks in it and that you know, you think things are gonna work out a certain way and then it's like, Oh no, actually this doesn't work. Yeah. We can't see you, you don't have enough lighting. <laughs> Can you stand in that window? No, I can't because there's a huge table in front of it. And with Brett Favre, maybe it was some of that. I can't imagine he's great with technology. No. He doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that would be. Not at all. And I think that came across last night, too. The other yeah. guest they had on Patrick Willis, I didn't... I missed that one completely. I didn't feel like I got anything informative out of that. And I think mm-hmm. maybe Patrick Willis might have been a little nervous, too, because it didn't seem like he talked very much. I haven't seen much. him do much media stuff. Great linebacker when he played. I haven't seen him He's do very much. soft-spoken, too. Oh, really? So it's kind of one of those deals where it's like, how much does he want to speak up, or is he just nervous? 
I honestly didn't pay attention to it that much when I saw how it started. Here's and the game was out of you. proportion anyways. Uh, with Rob Gronkowski, he comes on, and he had a lot of comments. A lot of people think that he's just playing a character. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you've seen that, but do you think Rob Gronkowski is actually dumb? No. I, think, I don't And I've, I've heard that he's not, and I don't mean mm-hmm. that to sound like his well, inside sources. Well, he kind of plays off the big... Uh, you know, football guy. I like to party. Jock. I like to drink beer yeah, and dance. I just, yeah. I, and I'm just really good at football. Which maybe he does. But I do think that he is much smarter than a lot of people. Think. Yeah. Like he enjoys the party life and the atmosphere and kind of being a goof. But it's also when it's time to work. He's going to mm-hmm. work and he's smart. Like I think he's football smart in that in that realm. Now, in terms yeah. of watching film, I have a feeling he really doesn't watch film. It's a... What's the play? I know the play. I know what I'm supposed to do. I know my job. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't give a shit who's covering me. I don't care what the defense is doing. I know he made a joke of, like, I don't practice. What was it, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? I'm only there for Friday because I only need this practice. Whatever it was last mm-hmm. night. I might have missed that one then. I, I do think that – because they were talking to him about, like, do you only practice on red zone days? Because that seems to be the only time you get the ball. And he was like, no, actually – uh, I'm good. That's the only day I don't practice. You know, it's the first and second down stuff that I need to work on. It's the red zone stuff that I just I already know. But I I think he it's a character. It's yeah. a joke. But it, I mean, he's doing a pretty good job off of it. Yeah. There I mean, aren't many tight ends that you talk to, other than you know like Gronk, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle. I feel like George Kittle's trying to do the whole character thing too, but it's just becoming too much. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the same with Travis Kelsey. Yeah, it is starting to become that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're going to see T.J. Hawkinson before too long. Who He had a really good game last night. Yeah, he did. Too. He was, he's another guy that was on one of my fantasy teams. And even with him, I won't even pretend like I was like targeting T.J. Hawkinson. A lot of people were, and he just happened to fall to me late when I needed one. He might actually emerge as the tight end that everybody thought he was going to be. Mm-hmm. I was kind of quietly questioning it. Like, eh, and we'll see gonna, what happens. He's going to turn into the tight end that we're all waiting for Mike Gusecki to turn into. Yeah, he'll probably beat him there. Yeah, I mean, and Noah Fant is another guy, yep. teammates at Iowa. Uh, I I do think that T.J. Hawkinson kind of has the leg up on some of those guys, but he had a great game last night. And then how about this Aaron Jones story? We talked about him. He scored four touchdowns last night. Uh, during the course of the game, he had a he was wearing a chain, and part of the chain was like a football, and it contained his father's ashes, which is like that's cool. I mm-hmm. get it, carrying that around with you, wearing it in a game questionable Very questionable risky. call at least and they did find it but i i mean i was reading about this two hours ago and they had not found it they like just found it they did a, a massive search after the game and like no we don't know sorry about you yikes i don't think i could do it no and he did after the game he mentioned it um in like the post game interview that he had with espn it was him and aaron Rodgers. and Rodgers spoke and then he left and it was aaron jones he's like yeah i actually was wearing the football necklace and i had mm-hmm. my father's ashes and like you i saw him score a touchdown and mm-hmm. he put it to the camera well i didn't know what it was and the then time. like i think his next touchdown that's when he lost it and he was like it fell off he's like well you know dad would be happy if i lost it in any place it would be the end zone like that's a good place to be and That's so a good way to think it. about it. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't seem super emotional, which I'm sure he's had his time to grieve. But you could tell it was like, a, hey, yeah, dad was with me tonight. We had a very impressive game. I was wearing him around my neck. It was awesome. Lost me in the end zone. I'm sure he's smiling over there, though. Yeah. I wish we could have known that storyline during the game. I am a sucker for those kind of storylines. I am, too. Uh, I mean, at going the same off time, of four touchdowns when I you're kinda, wearing that. I kind of like that we didn't because they would have overused that storyline. Probably. Or you know what? Maybe. Um you were watching the Manning telecast, mm-hmm. as was I. Uh, 
Maybe they were talking about it on the other one. I don't know. You know, that's a good point. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just, I don't Someone's going to send us a message like, they definitely were. Yeah, they definitely, they definitely overused, overused it. it. <laughs> it's all they talked about for a very long time. Um, I thought the Lions looked pretty good in this game, too. And maybe this is just me thinking that the Lions are better than people expect them to be. I don't think that they're going to be a good football team. But I don't think that they're going to be terrible. I thought Jared Goff looked okay in the beginning of the game. Like, that offensive line is... They definitely have potential. Penny mm-hmm. Sewell looks pretty damn good. Yeah, you have TJ Hawkinson. Uh, what was his name? Quintess Cephas like kind of went off mm-hmm. last night against a good Packers defense. And then, you know, for whatever reason, they just really can't get that running game going. But I, I do think that they're an okay football team. I wouldn't be surprised if they win six or seven games. Yeah, and I, I'm right there with you. At the very end of the game, when it was pretty much out of hand, you know, the Packers were just playing like a safe defense. They were real off the ball. So they were able to just dump it to DeAndre Swift at the end of the game, and I was like, man, they need to start doing that more. Like, just get the ball in Swift's hand and let him go eat because I think at one point he hurdled the guy. He broke a couple tackles, and he would get, like, more yards past the first down line, and you could tell the Lions were just kind of sitting there going, why haven't we been doing this throughout the game? Because that would be a nice little buff. If you can't get the running game going, at least get your running your running back involved in the passing game. I think Jared Goff has been fine. Like, he had that nice pass to TJ Hawkinson in the corner of the end zone, which was a very mm-hmm. nice touch. Um, and the Manning brothers discussed that as well, which was awesome. It's just they got to play a complete game of football. They played a decent half. I don't like the way in the Manning brothers pointed this out as well, how they ended the half because I thought it was interesting with Peyton Manning. was like, okay, hey, at this point – you want to use a timeout after the two-minute warning so you can use them later on. He's like, this is at this point at this time, I think it was like a minute 12 or a minute 16. Like, That's when we would use a timeout or be like, okay, hey, this is when we have three left. We want to use all three of them before the end of the half. This is when we want to start using them. So we give ourselves more opportunities to score and get close to the yeah. end zone, and the Lions weren't using that. And it wasn't that Peyton was getting frustrated. It was more of like, okay, hey – this is how they should handle the situation. I thought that was really neat. I do love the insight on, like, this is what we would have done in this mm-hmm. situation. And then when the teams don't do it, it's like, gosh, I they definitely should have done that. You yep. can tell it kind of eats at them a little bit. Like, it's so simple. Just do this. Yeah. Well, Peyton, it's not that simple for all of us, bud. And a lot of people look at Peyton, but Eli has the same mindset. It's just Peyton says it before. Yeah, they see the game very similarly. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, honestly, a little bit of credit to Eli. I didn't realize he was on that level. With Peyton. <laughs> yeah. I've always said that like Peyton Manning pre-snap, just the dude just knows football. He's one of the smartest quarterbacks ever. Peyton and sorry, Eli Manning has he's actually pretty impressive. Yeah. And I, think, I have not always liked Eli. I, wonder if this I have is always the, questioned him. I wonder if this is the older brother, younger brother type of situation. Because I've seen it now with the Mannings, I've seen it with myself and in other brother situations where the older one will talk more and be more like kind of not necessarily all over the place, but you know, pointing a lot of gestures. Very vocal, and the young one's like, I know this. There's just no need to say it's it. Me and Matt, too, we've already discussed it 100%. <laughs> and it's me and my little brother, too, T, where I'll do a lot of talking, trying to figure stuff out, and he'll come in and say about three things, and it's like, Yup, that's it. And I think it's maybe the same thing with Peyton yeah, and Eli. They are doing a really good job. And honestly, I've always loved Peyton, mm-hmm. I, I've always been a supporter of his. Eli, I've always questioned. Like, honestly, I've even said that he was like the third best quarterback in his draft class, that he probably shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. And even when the Giants named him, like, I don't remember what title they gave him. I was like, why? Why would you do Eli? He doesn't have a personality, whatever. He's proved me wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's taken two weeks, and I'm like falling in love with this dude. I kind of like Eli. There's times where he's very awkward, Mm -hmm. and it looks like he's just so dry as well. Mm -hmm. 
I can't tell if he's zoned out or if he's just so focused that it looks like mm-hmm. he's kind of sitting there with maybe, this is going to sound bad, but like a dull look on his face. Yeah. It's like, hey, bub, how about a smile? Like, let's let's the put some light in dumb his eyes. The face that they <laughs> yeah. both have. Uh, and they're, they're still working out the kinks. They did a really good job of throwing to break last night. I noticed that on the first commercial break, they were like, all right, we're going to take a commercial break and then we'll be back. And then they paused and it was like, oh, hey, what's up, fellas? You did it. You got it. <laughs> and then even when they were talking to Gronk, it's like, all right, Gronk, we're going to take a commercial break. Hang tight with us. And then it went to break, which is it's got to be pretty confusing. And oh. I'm not watching both telecasts, but I assume we're going to the commercial breaks at the same time. So I, they're yeah. probably getting a countdown in their ear like, hey, 30 seconds till break or maybe even quicker than that. You know, 15 seconds till break, 10 five and then they'll count you down you still have to listen to that and talk at the same time it's so much more it's so difficult like people don't even realize i don't think it's espn doing the production for the eli manning brothers yeah but i mean like when the game naturally goes to a commercial break yeah i just last night i realized that the production team that they're using is the one peyton manning created right omaha Productions. yeah i didn't realize that till last night yeah i'm sure they're partnered pretty close with what espn's yeah doing and the studios look different last night too they did. For, like, absolutely. Like, Peyton Manning was clearly in – or Eli Manning was clearly in his basement. Mm-hmm. Like, the dude ha- was watching the game on his golf simulator, which is one yeah, pretty impressive. <laughs> pretty nice. Yeah, a little flex there. You see, like, the six things of clubs you got there. Yeah. Yeah, but it was it was another – it was a good football game, even though it got out of hand. Uh, Aaron Rodgers even came out and said it's nice to – uh, get the trolls off of our backs. And at first, I'm like, man, you're in the NFL. Like, shut up. But you know what? There were a lot of trolls. Yeah. And there were a lot of people, you know, talking about the Packers and if they were going to be good, if Aaron Rodgers was going to be committed. Did he give up? Right. Yeah. It, it, then they come out and they looked really good. However, it was against the Lions. So like, maybe we pumped the brakes on that one. But I mean, I did. I think a it was win's yesterday. A win. we, I said it for other teams, so I'll say it for the Packers, yep. too. I, I don't know if I said it yesterday or last week, but it's like, man, I feel bad for the Lions because you're playing a pissed off Aaron Rodgers. Like, in a disappointed team, I was like, man. God, his just... hair is stupid, though. Can we talk about that for a second? <laughs> Do you really hate it? Oh, it's so dumb. I mean, I'm the just The way jealous. that it, like, peeks out of the back of his helmet, he looks like old-ass Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Except for I mean, I, I have zero hair, so I can't hair. be upset. He yeah. has good hair. <laughs> it's just so bad. Cut it. Just slicking it back. Just cut it, man. I don't know what it, you're trying to be. Like, sense of anarchy. What is that bullshit going on? I'm on page with you here now because it's like he slicks it back. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing, man? There, there's so many jokes about it, too, that I see on, on Twitter just scrolling through, and I agree with, like, all of them. Just stop. Did you see his new State Farm commercial? No, I didn't. Where he looks like some hippie dude playing a guitar. Does he look like it, it or is yeah, he? That's the character he's playing. But that was—I mean—that's what everyone was saying in the summer when he was playing, you know, the guitar oh, yeah. in Hawaii or whatnot. Right, being that guy. Exactly. Now yeah. he's that guy in a State Farm commercial. Yeah, it, it's been rough to look at. Uh, how about some other quarterback news, though? Your guy Carson Wentz. Uh, we kind of talked about it. I think we talked about it on the show yesterday. He's actually he sprained both of his ankles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Frank Wright did come out, and he had man—he had some quotes. Um, one of them being, I know Carson has a high threshold for pain. Does he, though? <laughs> you don't think so? I think it's uh, worth debating and talking about. Like, does he oh, have a high man. threshold? At this point, I feel like any time we say something about Carson, it's like I've come to this defense, and, and it has reached that point. But I don't want to be overbearing with now, it. No, he could. He's often injured, but he could have a high threshold. I think pain. he plays through a lot of shit. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah on Sunday hit. he was running for his life. He was taking some good shots. And he gets and when he falls, it's like we discussed yesterday. I th- it was think I believe it was you that said it. it was like he doesn't know how to fall. He doesn't. That dude just collapsed. I mean, he just slams his All body into the ground. All 240 pounds to the ground. <laughs> Wham! Yeah, Every it, fall. It's not good. Uh, Frank Reich also said if there's any chance he can play with these ankle sprains, he'll play. So we'll see what happens with it. I've never had, like, ankle problems, knock on wood. Um, I know that they can just be terrible and lingering. We'll see what happens. I know they were saying that it, it tightened up pretty quickly after the game. So, I mean, if he's... He's getting the top treatment in like the world for ankle sprains. So yeah. if he can play, he will. If not, it looks like Jacob Eason will be starting again. And they do play the Titans in week three. So that's a division opponent and you know, the Colts really need to get on track. When you say season. like it tightened up real quick, that's a good thing? That's a bad thing. Okay. That's yeah. what I thought. Lack of mobility in that thing. So and we saw he was un- unable to come into the game. Yeah. So I I don't know. Would and you I, play him? Uh, Spraying both ankles. Probably he already not. had surgery on his foot. Yeah, I probably play not. Either. Just it, I guess it goes back to how confident are you in Jacob Eason? If he's looked decent, then that's a pretty easy call. If he's looked pretty bad, is Eason looking decent? Yeah. Hey, if he's not, you got to play Carson Wentz because I mean, against a division opponent, that's a that is a very important game. I know it's only week three, but that is a, a very important game that you really you need to win if you're the Colts. It's, and if he does play, you got to have quick passes, or you're running the shit out of the ball. Yeah, you really like they got to do. And it all needs to be shotgun. There's no need for him to be taking a snap under center and taking steps back to hand the ball off or to take steps back and plant. Just snap the ball, stand right there, and get it out of your hand. That needs to be the game plan. If you win, you do. If you don't, Carson Wentz is healthy or not. Yeah, but I mean that even goes further. into the like, would it be better off to have Jacob Eason in there and run your full playbook? Or Carson Wentz and do a lot of quick passes and well, that's your thing. Can Jacob Beeson run that full playbook? Um, probably most of it. He's been there for a year. Yeah, so he should be up to. If not, what are we doing? And he has a strong arm, so I don't think they're like, man, he can't make that throw. You're taking that out of the playbook. Yeah, but it's also is he going to be more effective than Carson Wentz? Like, let's say if Carson Wentz is at sixty percent, is sixty percent of Carson Wentz better than one hundred percent of Jacob Beeson? It might be. How would you feel as a starting quarter, like as a backup quarterback in the NFL? Like, hey, our starter sixty percent. That's still better than your ass. You're not playing. <laughs> yeah. We'd rather Sorry. risk him getting hurt again than you play yeah. one game. That's the harsh reality of the NFL. And also, Tua uh, has been listed as day to day with that rib injury. Talk about another guy mm-hmm. uh, who's just always hurt. I I don't know if we see him. And honestly, I don't know if the Miami Dolphins organization likes Tua. I know that they've come out and said, like, yeah, he's our guy, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, you kept bringing in Ryan Fitzpatrick last season. Which really now alters he gets hurt the again. whole wins and losses of Tua for what games he started. Because I feel like everyone looks at that, especially Miami fans. are like, man, the games he started, we won like we won like six, six to eight games. Yeah. Did he finish all six to eight games? Or, well, even this one, to, like, support Tua, he started it, but they lost. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't play long at all. I think he had like one or two series. And Four then he throws got hurt. Think, yeah. yeah. So I, it, it is weird. I like Tua. I want him to be good. I don't know if he is. And the injury problems, it's it's a bad deal. Well, the broke stays broke. Matt says it all the time. Yeah. It, you know, it's hard to build around a guy. And if he keeps getting hurt, I, I think the coaching staff is going to grow tired of that. 
How different do you think Miami would be if Justin Herbert was your quarterback? I think they'd be a playoff team. I, I don't even. That's not even a bold take. I think they would be probably one of the top teams in the AFC East. I think they're competing with the Bills, and the Patriots are probably still on the outside looking in. Like last year, they would have made the playoffs with Justin yeah. Herbert. I feel very confident <laughs> saying that one. Or even like maybe like we should talk about him versus uh, Love with the Packers. Yeah, because like Herbert and Burrow are definitely better than Tua. So far, it's still very early in their career. Very evident, yeah. But it hasn't looked good for Tua. And I really liked Tua coming out. I know that uh, somebody tweeted at us yesterday and said, I like, hate every player. I'm sorry. I have a very short leash on my like of players. If you show me you're bad, I'm going to believe that you're bad. That's like one of the best things about you. Because you're going to have a short leash, and then you don't like the player, and then you see everyone else hates that player, and you go, I'm coming right on back. Here's some more leash. (laughs) (laughs) I had some extra in my pocket. I've extended it. I'm putting that collar back on. (laughs) I'm ready to go some walk. You're my dog. (laughs) I I am that way, though. As soon as there's a little bit of doubt, I'll jump off the bandwagon on almost everybody. Yeah. I mean, I'm jumped off on Tua. I felt like that last year. If if he's your rookie quarterback and you can't play him an entire game and let him learn, Mm -hmm. whether it is the the hip injuries lingering – one, that's your fault for letting him start the game anyways if that's becoming an issue. But it also doesn't show any confidence in the kid where you can start him and then bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick to save the day, and then you have him start again next week. Yeah. It don't make no sense. And I feel like the coaching staff in the front office, they do like him, but they are getting tired of the inconsistencies and being hurt. I, I know it sucks to talk about somebody being injured. There's really not much you can do about it, but it is going to – take its toll on his reputation within that front office. It kind of felt like they were ready to replace him last season. Yeah. What's it going to look like for the rest of this season? If he misses significant time with a rib injury, to my knowledge, this is a new injury. So now we've got, you know, I think he had a knee when he entered Alabama, and an ankle, a hip, and now a rib. Those are four different injuries. You need to put up that body chart, and it gives you the red areas and where he's been injured. There's not very many parts left of his body that hasn't been hurt. No, it's looking rough for Tua. And I, I do hope that he recovers and he plays well. Another quarterback, um, Tyra Taylor, I saw reports this morning that he could be out a while with that hamstring injury and that putting him on the IR is even a possibility going forward. I mean, just another guy that you, it sucks to see it. Uh, hasn't really gotten a, an opportunity to start in the NFL when he does. It's you know the number one overall draft pick. It's a punctured lung. It's a hamstring. Dude gets screwed over, man. I feel bad for him at this point. Um, the thing with the Texans now is Davis Mills is going to come in. Is it Davis or David? Mister Mills. Davis. Okay. I I say Davis. I think I said this before on radio. Just name the kid David. Why the fuck's it got to be Davis? That don't make no sense. That's I just don't know. Me. That's just that's a you think, bud. It is like. No. It's like that we Taylor be, Tyler thing. Yeah, we want to be we want to be different. We don't want to name our kid David. We like the name Davis. Your parents are dumb, and that's why you're not a good quarterback in the NFL. Maybe I shouldn't say that because he went to Stanford. So <laughs> maybe they have something going right. I'm sorry. I feel bad for being that guy. But Tyrod Taylor, I feel bad for him too. I have no idea what the Texans are going to do because I was just going to ra- let you rant about this dude's name. <laughs> it's just a silly thing to rant about. There's no need for it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to Deshaun Watson here because what the hell is he going to do? Nothing is the update on that one. Nothing. The Texans said he won't be active, and that is the right thing to do. Yeah, just go down with the ship here. Don't even think about playing him. You're already 0-2. Like, or, sorry, no, they're 1-1. Yeah. Just 
stupid that that's even a thing. <laughs> but uh, you can't play him. Just go into next season, figure it out there. Like, if I were the Texans, I would try to find a way to talk him into coming back and being the Texans quarterback if he's cleared. I mean, if that happens. Mm-hmm. If he's not, obviously, fuck him. See you in prison. Yep. If he is cleared, I would try to talk him into staying with Houston. Even if I got a lie and be like, hey, no trade offers for you, man. I'm sorry. Like, it's us or nothing. Yep. <laughs> Which his agent would probably quickly be like, nope, the fucking Dolphins want you real bad. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're staying in Miami Ugh. all the damn time. When you said that for the Texans, I'm like a crazy ex. Like, it's just me and you, babe. No yep. one else. That That is the Texans and Deshaun Watson. This segment number two of the show today brought to you by Gunspot. Check them out at gunspot.com for all your guns and ammo needs, live auctions, no reserve auctions. And also, maybe you're just trying to get yourself some biscuits and gravy in the morning and you don't feel safe anymore. So head over to gunspot.com and check them out. Fall is right around the corner. I think we're a couple days. Tomorrow. Literally, it's right around the corner. You take one step that way, bam, there it is. And that means you need to update your wardrobe if you're going to be tailgating, just going out on a date, or just want to be comfortable. Be sure Apple to picking, going carving to, pumpkins. Going to look for pumpkins, absolutely. Do you go look for pumpkins? Pumpkin Are they patch. like mushrooms? Well, you got to go to the pumpkin patch, find which one you want. <laughs> Don't twist an ankle. I, I am very excited about fall. Not going to lie. I can tell. The windows are open at home. Yeah, here Mine in Joplin Mo. High of today is like 72. This is my kind of living. I have my windows. (laughs) Living is what I'm doing right now. And you can do that right there at Miners and Monroe here in Pittsburgh, Kansas. Don't try to get us back on track. I'm not. I want to get as far (laughs) away from it as possible, actually. But I did see, I follow them on Instagram, as our listeners should too, just to check out uh, their great supplies. Uh, We do our player of the day through Miners and Monroe as well. But it's flannel season's coming up. Yeah, it is. And if you think, oh, that's such a basic white girl thing, let me stop you right there. It's a basic white guy thing, too. Like my flannels. I do this thing where I store my, like, cold weather clothing in a tote under my bed. You don't do that. It saves that's closet right. space. I was going to say, that's responsibility. Mm-hmm. That's I just that get, looks like. I just get pissed off that I have so much shit in my closet, but uh-huh. I still go, what the fuck am I going to wear? And so this weekend, I knew it was going to be nice. I started putting some of the shorts away. I started getting some of the flannels out. <laughs> and I haven't, I How am many ready pairs of shorts for do it. you got if you're putting shorts away? A lot. Do you really? Yeah. I got like maybe eight pairs of shorts. I, just I have a lot them. that I just don't wear. Oh, okay. Like that's another problem that I have and why I need to go to Miners and Monroe's because I have a lot of shorts that I just don't wear. And it's like, why did I even get you out of the tote in spring? Should have stayed Should've there. Should have just kept your ass in there or given them <laughs> away because uh, I like to do that as well. But yeah. I, I did get some of the flannels out. Found some of my sweats. Ooh. I don't know if they have that at Miners and Monroe. Oh, they do, and they're comfortable. They got nice hoodies. They got nice sweaters. And I'm not just saying it's because it's an ad. Like, they legitimately got some of the nicest sweaters I've ever worn. Yeah. Like, you just pick it up. It's like, this is soft. Mm-hmm. And you got a lady, she's going to want to cut away. I like you. their nice casual hoodies, too. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I could wear this out and look decent. It's not just like, a well, I threw on this old-ass hoodie from 1982 uh, that's black and champion brand. It's like, I could wear it to Club 609 and like just still like look I, impressive. Just like I do this one. Just a nice, solid black hoodie, dog. Or just a solid color. <laughs> no need for brands to be on it. You no know, last for- year, you went through a phase. Where you wore a hoodie almost every day. I fucking love hoodies. And I had gone away from the hoodie look for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
I don't care what anyone thinks. I like wearing hoodies. Cool. I feel comfortable in them. Uh-huh. I can look nice. I can be casual in them. Yeah. I'm wearing a damn hoodie. So I bought some. And then I bought some sweaters, too. So define sweater. Like uh Sometimes your definition like a hoodie of without a hood. I don't okay. know. <laughs> Sometimes your definition of a article of clothing is different than mine. I don't know how to describe a sweater. That is it's, a sweater. It's like what I have on, but not a hoodie. Yes, without the hood. Okay, so that's your that's so your fall look. A hoodless hoodie is my sweaters that I have. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. You, okay, that is, that is correct. That's my definition as well of a sweater. I did see Miners and Monroe also had some nice sweaters. They do. So I'm just I might have to make the trip over there. It's not very far for us. Or you can visit them online at minersandmonroe.com. Use Miked Up Ten at checkout and save ten percent off. Let's get back into football talk and not just talking about fall. Um, but I I can go. Yeah, I, I can go say, back if I need. Have to. you got any update on that pumpkin drawing that you had? Ah, no. For front porch there, decorations. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, uh, I did enter to try to win a fall. Like front porch display. And you doubled it up by going to Facebook, too. Yes, I did. Which you barely know how to work. <laughs> barely. I do. That is a whole other thing. I do not Facebook well at all. For yeah. a guy that does a lot of our social when media. you post on Facebook, it's because you post it on Instagram. Yeah. And thank God they the just carry over. Yeah, bless your little heart, Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> for buying Instagram and then making it where I can just share directly to my Facebook account. That's the only way I literally... like know how oh yeah i've the last year and a half i've been trying to relearn facebook I which just is gave a up shitty thing to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> you don't feel real bad about yourself go on facebook for like 30 <laughs> minutes a day today i was looking over some of these standings and i wanted to talk about who are the best zero and two teams and who are some of the worst two and O teams i'll start with the minnesota vikings who are zero and two and i think this is a better football team than what their record shows. They've played some tough games so far. Obviously, they're 0-2, but they've kept every game close. Like mm-hmm. You're right there with the Cincinnati Bengals. The Arizona Cardinals are probably a good football team, and you're right there. You're in that game. So for me, I think once the Vikings can get healthy, this is still a team that can make noise in the NFC North. Uh, the Packers are probably good. They got their ass handed to them in Week 1. They were good in Week 2. The Bears, I don't feel confident in them, what they're doing with Justin Fields. The Lions are 0-2. Uh, I said they were probably better than most people think they are. They're still bad at football, though. So I do think the Vikings are you know, maybe starting out 0-2, but this could still be a playoff team. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm right there with you. It's been surprising to see them in the game. I shouldn't say surprising, but like the game against the Cardinals, it was nice to see Kirk Cousins be able to go back and forth with Kyler Murray on that defense. Like. He's been able to make plays, but he's also Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins might be the only person that I'm just kind of like, bleh, on. Like, it's the, is it, he a good, is he a bad, good quarterback? Or a good, bad quarterback. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's Kirk Cousins. That's He is who he is, and I don't have any feelings. Like, if he's good, I'm like, all right, hey, good for him. If he's bad, it's Kirk Cousins. That's it. And it's weird to feel that way about a player. For me, my best 0-2 team is going to be the Indianapolis Colts. And I don't want to come off as, like, some Colts homer. I know I've been talking about him a lot. But, like, the thing with Carson Wentz, and the biggest positive that I thought he would have coming from Philadelphia would be a good offensive line. And he just hasn't had that. And I think that's been a huge surprise to all of us. I know Eric Fisher started here this last week, which – him coming back from an accused injury is a pretty big deal this early into the season. 
like you're right here at this point where you played the Seahawks. That was a close game. You played the Rams. That was another close game. If I believe if Carson Wentz doesn't go down with an injury, and Jacob Eason doesn't come in and goes, okay, hey, I'm going to try and challenge the best quarter, the best corner in the NFL, and Jalen Ramsey, you might have a chance to win that game. But we don't know because the Colts have a lot of things they need to figure out. Can Carson Wentz even play next week? I think they're going to be fine. Their defense has shown the ability to be good. You just got to put everything together. They also have a weak division, which will help. That'll help you get to the playoffs mm-hmm. potentially for being an 0 2 team. You still have to play the Texans. You still have to play the Jaguars. That could be four wins very, very easily for the Indianapolis Colts. And on the flip side of things, who are the worst 2-0 and o teams? I do have to call out the Denver Broncos, and I do want to say I'm not a hater. I like what the Broncos have been doing. They've drafted some of my favorite players over the last couple of years, but so far they've beat up on some pretty bad football teams. Uh, so far, Giants, they win 27-13. And then the Jaguars, they win 23-13. I don't know if this defense is as lights out as we think it is or if you're just playing bad football teams. Yeah. And, I mean, to even – you should be scoring more points on the Giants and the Jaguars defense than 27 and 23. And next week they're going to get the Jets. So probably predicting some kind of, I don't know, 24 to 13 win. But I still don't know if they're a good football team. And that division also going to be very tough with, I think, three teams that are pretty good in that division still. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, I went with the San Francisco 49ers as the worst 2-0 and team. You've played the Detroit Lions and you've played the Philadelphia Eagles. I said Detroit Lions. There's Lions. There's more than one person mm-hmm. on that team. Uh, and then the Eagles. But when you played the Lions, that was still a close game. Like You only beat them 41-33. to And then with the Eagles, it was 17-11, another close game. But the Eagles were still able to have some explosive plays on your defense. It's nice that you're picking up wins. It's great to be here this early in the season. But at the same time, you're going to get a real challenge here in the next three weeks when you play the Packers, Seahawks, and Cardinals. That's when we'll know how you really are. And I think at that point, you could be two and three. Yeah, and how long will Jimmy G be the quarterback? Exactly. I mean, we're already seeing Trey Lance come in in certain plays and packages. Yeah, a little bit. They didn't play him last week, which was weird. Yeah, I I don't get it. Like, How how do you handle that situation, Kyle? It don't make no sense. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense at all. But uh, let's look at some of our players of the week. Also, I know that you've been doing this on TikTok. Yes, sir. What's the at? I'm the old Tic Tac. I'm the old Tic Tac. You are the Tic Tac. I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah. on, I'm on Tic Tac. Self-proclaimed Tic Tac. better believe it. I like Tic Tac. <laughs> Tic Tacs are good. I also like Tic Tac, and I'm on that as well. The at is just at Austin Seaham. I was able to get it early enough to where I didn't have to slap on the 3-3. Oh, you were, you were in early on that Tic Tac I was, game. and I should have just did Big <laughs> is Country. That, is that a proud moment? A little bit. I was finally <laughs> able to get Austin Seaham, man. I've been trying to get that for years. Really? Yeah, but I just get stuck with Austin CM thirty three, which was the old Twitter at. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just at underscore big country. I tried to do that for TikTok. Some other motherfucker got it before me. <laughs> so I was late on the big country, early on the Austin Seaham. I just need another app to explode so I can get in mm-hmm. even earlier on that. I I don't know what the next one will be. I remember when Vine was a thing. I was like, man, I have so many good ideas for videos that I think would be funny, mm-hmm. but I just never had the balls to do it. And I thought and the same died. thing exactly. And I thought the same thing with TikTok when it came around. Just gotten out of a relationship. I was living on my own in Kansas City. I was like, I'm going to have some fun. You, you got and then, one. And then I moved. And it was just like, I just, I don't really want to make any content. And I don't want to put myself out there in case it's really, really bad. I think you should try. I don't know what to do now. I can't dance. I you figured all that those out. Ideas. I got no talent. Yeah, but mine are more like with Vine, it was like scenes that would be like situational settings. With TikTok, I don't feel like it's necessarily that. I, I say jump. 
Well, I've jumped before. Mainly just because I want to see it. Yeah, if it's so not you... working, then I'll just be the only one laughing at it. Well, that's about what happens anyway. So. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, offensive player of the week, though, I am going with Aaron Jones. We talked about him in segment one, uh, losing his chain, but also goes off for four touchdowns. I mean, that's an amazing game for a running back to be that productive. And this is a guy that led the league in rushing touchdowns last year. He had three receiving touchdowns. I know one of them, at least, was like, I don't know if we can really call it. It's it's technically a receiving touchdown, but it's that jet sweep motion where Rodgers just tosses the ball in front of him. It's pretty much a run play, but either way, it counts for four touchdowns <laughs> last night against a bad Lions team, but also you just got to give a guy credit when he scores four times. Yep, and then for me it was Derek Henry. If you saw the TikTok, if you saw the reel on Instagram, if you saw the post on Facebook or Twitter. Man, you're going everywhere. I had to. All platforms. You're just going international, baby. Uh, I did have Derek Henry. I should have just waited till this morning because it probably would have been Aaron Jones. But it was Derrick Henry, and I th- honestly, it probably would have stayed that way because the dude had 35 touches and completely led the Titans back in that football game in the second half against the Seattle Seahawks, plus 185 rushing yards is just insane. I mean, the Titans are Derrick Henry. 100%. Derrick Henry is the Titan. If he's good, they're good. And Eagle's not, fine horn. Finehorn yeah. is Eagle. Exactly. Finehorn, not finehorn. <laughs> you almost had a good God quote. God damn it. <laughs> but you are you are right. And I think Derrick Henry definitely deserves his flowers after 185 yards rushing. And again, after he gets rolling, defenses know what's going to happen. Yep. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> they still can't stop this dude. Uh, defensive player of the week. There are a lot of good defensive performances I did go with Mike Edwards, though, of the Buccaneers. Two interceptions and two touchdowns. That's hard to do in one game. Yeah. Like, the two interceptions, I've seen that a lot. Two pick sixes. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Like, I probably have, but, I mean, I don't remember the last time. And they were both in situations where the game felt like it was close, and then it was like, And they helped strengthen my argument of Matt Ryan is bad. 100%. (laughs) Like this, that solidified it this for me. This is right confirmation there. bias for yep. me. <laughs> yep. And uh, for me, my defensive player of the week. I know we've been knowing him as Jason Away, but he wants us to say his first name, and I am trying to learn it. Uh-huh. Odafe Away. There, there you go. Am I right? Yeah. I've literally been working. You're on You're kind it. of saying it like it's all one word, but that is yeah, how you Odafe say it. Odafe Away. Mm-hmm. I've been working on that a lot, so I'm <laughs> proud of that, honestly. But He's, this guy's I hate a stud. I love him. I respect because he was very good against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. But uh, this is another thing where the Ravens take a guy who had zero sacks in college. He's just really fast, four three pro day, and then they draft <laughs> him, and it's like, yeah, we can actually we're gonna make him really good. And so far, he's been very good in two games. Yeah, and he forced a fumble last night that helped them win the game. Not last night, Sunday night that helped win them the game. But I'm also going to give him a stat that I just made up: a forced interception. That sack that he had on, whether you want to call it. You know, a quarterback. Oh yeah, like, like a pressure, pressure or whatever. I I don't think he got the sack because Mahomes got the throwaway. A little more than a pressure, though. Yeah, yeah. But like he was able to legitimately force that interception because while he was sacking Patrick Mahomes, he throws it in the Baltimore Ravens. I almost said the Seattle Seahawks for whatever reason, but for the Ravens, like they were able to get the interception and then they were able to score that next drive. So this guy away is just tearing it up right now, and he's the difference maker for the Baltimore Ravens, and I absolutely love to see it for them and for him because yeah, he's also wearing 99, and I think that's a that's sick a number look. in that jersey. Especially for the Ravens. Yeah. And again, if they have a good pass rusher wearing a cool number, his 
his popularity is just going to explode. 100%. I mean, after he reaches like five sacks in a season, we're going to be talking about it. And maybe should anyway, like rookie of the year, all kinds of other things. I did want to run through some other just like cool stats that I saw from the weekend. Um, I talked about the Vikings earlier. They drafted 11 players in the 2021 NFL draft, and not a single one of them played in week two. How is that even what? Right. Uh, and this is not like I saw somebody else tweet this. I haven't done the research, so don't call me out if it's wrong. <laughs> but drafted 11 players in 2021, and not a single one of them played in Week 2. Their first overall pick, Christian Darisaw, is hurt. Okay. They didn't have a second-round pick, I don't think. Third-round pick was Kellen Mond. Mm-hmm. And then I, the list just keeps going down of like, this guy didn't play, this guy was hurt. This guy's just not good. <laughs> but I, I did think that it was crazy. That is just I – mean, we talk about some of these other teams and like, oh, you really didn't draft well. You don't have this guy on roster or this guy. The Vikings are in week two, and they don't have these guys playing. That's just insane. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a really, really bad job. Yeah. That you don't have any rookies playing right now. And, again, I know, like, you didn't have a second-round pick. Your first overall – your first-round pick is hurt. You have to get production from the rest of your guys. Mm-hmm. Like Kellen Mond, you probably don't want to see him on the field yet. But you've got you know some other guys in there, a linebacker, offensive lineman. You need those guys to play. 100%. And I know that it's week two, so maybe they come back, they get healthy. But still, just an interesting stat and not something that you want to see from your team. <laughs> I, I would be very concerned if I were a Vikings fan and saw that stat. Also, another one, I know you saw this one. Zach Wilson hits 59.99 on the radar, 59 miles per hour, which is very straight heat, dog. Very fast. I mean, some of the highest I've ever seen, I think, is like Josh Allen at like 66. I did not see that, but holy shit. That was shit. at the Senior Bowl. Okay. Where they were tracking everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, that was Josh Allen, who has one of the strongest arms Ever. Still in a football, 66 miles an hour. Yeah, for distance, too. <laughs> yeah, but Zach Wilson had the highest my one. Pants. If I'm running <laughs> full speed, and I mean full speed across the field, and then knowing that there's an object coming at my face. Faster than most cars. 66 miles. Yeah. Like when, when you, you put say, it that way, holy exactly. shit. You say 66, and you think, ah, I can throw a baseball that hard. Okay, buddy. This is a football, though, and you're throwing it that fast. Faster than, you know, mm-hmm. average car will drive. Now, I do wonder how long it stays at the speed of 66. Like, does it hit that point? Yeah, that's another thing. And then, like, mm-hmm. is it 66 miles an hour hitting your hand? Or does it reach 66 and then eventually kind of peak down and you mm-hmm. get it at a slower speed? That's another stat that, that somebody needs to go find. Exactly. Like, what's the hardest uh, balls ever hit somebody's hand? <sighs> no, I mean, Brett. I know Brett Favre was breaking blood vessels in his receiver's hands. Yeah, probably fingers, too. Yeah. And I don't know his stats on how hard he could throw the ball, but, I mean, it was up there. Mahomes is another guy. Now Baker just, Mayfield has hit 60s before. Now I'm just sitting here thinking, like, so if I were to drive a car down the road at 60 miles an hour, but then pass them as they throw it, would I eventually, like, look over and that ball is just at a standstill with my car at that speed? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be a car, too, where it's like, that thing ain't moving. It's literally right here with me at this speed. Maybe. That would be impossible to figure out. But I want someone to do it. You have to go full Mythbusters on exactly. that. Exactly. Like that's the level of science <laughs> that we would need to make that happen. Uh, but the jokes wrote themselves for Zach Wilson. 
because so many people were tweeting out like, man, I bet that really hurt the defensive back's hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I even had a tweet myself that was like, so Zach Wilson threw an interception at 60 miles an hour. Sick. Yeah. I mean, that ball probably wasn't caught, so it could have been five interceptions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just – it is, but a cool stat. And I'm interested in the whole miles per hour for quarterbacks. Yeah. I've seen it for my entire life in baseball. But now – uh, I like to carry over into the NFL world. And this last one is just stupid. So uh, Tom Brady, he's 44 years old. So this is his first season in year 44. He is 14 touchdowns away. So he's going to get that this season. Mm-hmm. 14 more touchdown passes to throw. Uh, more touchdowns in his 40s than in his entire 20s. What the fuck? He's stupid. How? Like, I like Tom Brady, and I know that we're always like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he does this. It's This just isn't fair. More touchdown passes through four years in his 40s. I guess five if you're counting year 40 as one. Which, but, okay. I mean, throughout his entire 20s, which he probably entered the league at like 22, 23. Start, sat for started a year, at but still. 25. Mm-hmm. I mean... To wow. be more productive in your 40s, there are not many guys doing that. Like, if Patrick Mahomes throws more <laughs> touchdowns in his 40s than he did in his 20s. Yeah, that's going to be nice. It's going to be like 100. I don't know. More than 100, that actually. That would be, be very hard for Mahomes to <laughs> do. Because he's only 26. Yeah. When How many seasons is this for him now? I think this is your But fourth. you know what? It's not even like you don't even need to talk about it yet. We'll see if he can play until he's 40. He's going to. Hopefully. Yeah. But like Rodgers, was he 37? I don't know if he'll play in his 40s. Yeah, but he's just got other things on his mind, like being a hippie in Hawaii, playing guitar, mm-hmm. and being the host of Jeopardy. He seems like he's still in pretty good health, though. Yeah. I do wonder still how Still got a really play. strong arm. Stupid hair. Strong arm, though. <laughs> still very mobile. He could play into his 40s, but I just... 44, so seven years away for him. Yeah. Tom Brady is seven years older than Aaron Rodgers. And we need to do a side by side and look at Aaron Rodgers and how he looks versus Tom Brady and how he looks. <laughs> Tom Brady's gonna no look. No one better. in this world would see a picture of them and be like, "Yeah, Tom Brady's definitely seven years older." It's that damn TB12 and that freaking avocado ice cream that he eats. I remember when people used to laugh at it, like, "Oh yeah, he, you know he doesn't do this or he doesn't like eat strawberries or something like that." He don't eat strawberries. It's something. I don't know if it's strawberries, I but see. they're like damn. certain. There's a lot of stuff that he just won't eat, and the avocado ice cream has somehow become the most popular one. Yeah. Or like he doesn't drink during the season, which is why he got super drunk at the Super Bowl. Yep. Celebration, parade, whatever yeah, it was. Parade, yeah. Yeah. Boat but ride. I mean, just just another stupid Tom Brady stat. Segment number three of the day brought to you by Club Six O Nine right here in downtown Joplin, Missouri. Going there for their happy hour all month long, two p.m. until eight p.m. Featuring their two for one drink specials, two dollar draft pours, and on Saturday nights you can get in there for their eleven a.m. until eight p.m. happy hour. Again, two for one drink specials. They will bring you two. If you're not familiar with Six O Nine, make yourself familiar with Six O Nine. But they will bring you two drinks for the price of one. It's not a half-off situation. No, and it's legitimately the best bar in the world. I know we've said it here plenty of times, but we mean it. If you're ever in this area where you just want to go away and go have a good time, come to Joplin and go good to 609. Chance you will see one of us in there. 
legitimately that's not a lie we're not alcoholics we just enjoy our time there and we know a lot of people mm-hmm. i'm not putting that on myself <laughs> i'm responsible i can do this life I, I think we should maybe visit the definition of before we just start declaring ourselves not <laughs> what is the definition of that? i don't know i don't think we're alcoholics though. okay i don't depend on it i just happen to really like it <laughs> but I can. <laughs> does that make me sound like an alcoholic? <laughs> that one did. I think. Yeah, I think so. Oh my god! But I, I just. De- I don't depend on it. I just really like I it. Don't, if like, I don't have it, I'm just not happy. <laughs> yeah, I just have to start my day off with a, a, a shot, a couple, four or five drinks, just and then a couple I'm good to swigs, go. Yeah. But I. I don't have to like <laughs> go out throughout the week and be like, oh. I, we're not alcoholics. Have to get a drink. Yeah. I don't well, want anyone never listening like, to this and worrying about us. We're not alcoholics. <laughs> I've never been like, um, you know, I've had a really shitty day. I just need to grab a drink. Yeah. I've never done that. Mm-hmm. I drink to celebrate. So when I moved to Kansas City and I started working up there. like, Did my, you live there? I did. My coworkers, you know, the next day, like, yeah, I just went home and had a couple of drinks. I just needed one after the day. And I was like, you guys just go home and casually drink? No judgment. That sounds like depression. <laughs> yeah, like and it's like sounds like you really hate your job. Granted, <laughs> I hated the job too, but I wasn't going home and drinking about it. I went home and watched football and was like, I'm gonna post shit on social media. Yeah, Twitter's gonna make me feel happy. It did, and then the lady comes in and makes things even worse. I was like, you gotta go. <laughs> Thank God, a lot happier. Not yeah. an alcoholic though. But Downtown Lube is our next sponsor. Let's get into them. DowntownLube.com. They are more than tires and lube. But if you want a full list of their services, be sure to visit them at their website again at downtownloop.com. If you're not in the area, just go to the website anyways. Give them a view, check it out, and leave a nice comment. Nice and tell them the mic up guy sent you. Yep, definitely do that one. Um, how about this one, Big Country? Random news and notes. We have not talked any basketball. At We've all. We've not talked any baseball. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about both of them. I put this in the rundown. I, I wanted to talk about the NBA. It's like, it's coming up. It is. We're less than a month away from the first game um, on October 19th. I'm excited about the NBA coming up. And I was looking to find Ben Simmons news. It's like, what is going on with this dude? And then um, the Lord supplies because <laughs> Ben Ben Simmons news comes out. And we haven't heard anything for this dude in a while. And then Woj drops his usual Woj bomb of Ben Simmons is still refusing to play for the Philadelphia 76ers. And like I we've heard trade rumors all offseason all summer uh, about you know like the Warriors won't give up this, the Kings won't give up that. I don't know where this dude goes. And I think maybe the 76ers are hoping that everybody forgot how much he fucking sucked in the playoffs. <laughs> I didn't forget. Nope. People it, don't forget when you shoot that bad from the line. But I, I he's not going to report to the 76ers. I think the 76ers are like, duh, we didn't fucking want you anyway. Yeah. Um, but I don't know where he ends up going. I mean, if you're not forgetting, Philadelphia fans are not forgetting at all. <laughs> I mean, there's no way. No. But your whole Lord supplies. Oh, that killed me. I've got tears coming out of my eyes right now. Fuck Sometimes this. you just need information to break or a little bit of news when you're doing daily. Yeah. And here we are. Bam. Love to see it. But where do you think he ends up going? I don't know what teams would want him. I know that he's even come out and said like he wants to end up on the West Coast. It's like, okay, uh, good luck. <laughs> Golden State said no thanks. Sacramento said no thanks. Like He doesn't fit with the Lakers. 
I don't think the Clippers are giving up anything big for him. No, I think the Lakers want him. I think I think LeBron James wants him. LeBron just wants superstars. He wants Kuzma gone. Like that's another name. Has Kuzma been dealt? I don't think so. That's what LeBron's going to make happen. He's like, hey, no one else wants him. Is we a, do. Is that a win for the Lakers? <laughs> I mean, You're like it, it is, but is it? In LeBron's mind, it is because Kuzma's finally gone. Like it, I'm tired of looking at that him. stupid yellow hair, and I'm tired of him making stupid or missing stupid shots. And he's always on the floor, and I don't want to help him up anymore. Exactly. But as far as, like, if he does stay and he's like, I want to end up on the West Coast, Portland was a team that was really rumored. I don't know if they're – they're not giving up Dame for him. Like, I'm sure that if that would have been a possibility, the 76ers would have pounced on that already. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think that when Simmons says, like, the West Coast – I think he means California, not Portland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so I, I don't know that that's really something that he's trying to get into. But like, Would Phoenix be a part of that? Like West Coast? Surely, right? I mean, they've got a couple pieces they could probably give up. They're also just in their own time zone. Yeah. Which, not to go off topic, but I'm just confused by it, so hopefully you can clear it up. What time zone are they in if they don't change? I am actually not for sure. Like, are they matched up with, like, Central or Mountain? Well, Mountain... But I sometimes not because of daylight savings. Yeah, I went there and they're like, "This is the time." And I'm like, "That's fucked up." Yeah, imagine my iPhone says different. When you take a flight from <laughs> yeah, St. Trying Louis to, fly into Phoenix. to Phoenix, and then you get to Idaho, and it's like, "Okay, this is a three-hour difference." I don't know what time I'm leaving. My sister, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were just like, "We we don't know." <laughs> like, I do get confused when I'm flying to the West Coast. Because I look at my ticket and it'll say like eleven, mm-hmm. and I wait. What time is that? Is that eleven Central? Is that eleven? Pacific? It somehow all works itself out, but man, it is confusing. Mm-hmm. I remember flying out there for the draft. No, it was um, to Vegas for like the <laughs> week one kickoff. Yeah, and I had to stop. I flew all the way to L.A. and then to Vegas. I had no idea what time it was. So when you I flew over Vegas and yeah. then went to Vegas. All right. Why yeah. didn't they just it was take you to cheaper Salt Lake? that way? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I also flew out of Joplin, maybe. Okay, that makes sense. I don't know. It was a long time ago, but it was. It was stupid. Of when I got there, I was like, I don't know what time it is. No idea. Thank God for the iPhone and how it just fixes the time for you. Yeah. How did they do it before the iPhone then? Like how same did, with travel. How do they tell time? Sundials. God damn. It. <laughs> Not necessarily. That was a stupid question. Let's move on to Salvian baseball. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's do because a God. little bit of baseball news. Uh, I know that a couple weeks ago I said I'm not really following it anymore, but it is nice to see our Royals in the national news of mm-hmm. Salvador Perez at Crank's home run number 46. I believe it was last night. Um, and that is the most all time by a catcher. I know we talked about it a little bit too. Of if they were really going to like let him have this award because he had played so many games at DH. And I know I, I saw some of the guys on MLB Network even breaking it down. of like, well, this is stupid, but you know, technically he's played this many games at DH. A lot of his home runs came from that. So I, I don't know. But I know that I saw uh, – it was an Instagram post. I think it was from Bleacher Report that Salvi is the leader all-time at catcher. That's good enough for me. Yep. And when I have to retell the story, or if anybody ever asks, if my daughters come up to me and they're like, Dad, which catcher has hit the most home runs in Major League Baseball history in a single season? 
I know that answer now is Salvador Perez. 100%. That's uh, going to be that's in, save that one for the trivia, folks, or for Jeopardy. Salvador Perez, single season home run leader by a catcher. Which is just incredible because I don't feel like he was ever like feared at the plate of being like a dominant home run hitter, and now he is. Do you think he hits um, that 50 burger? God, I hope so. It's like two weeks left in the season. Yeah. I hope he does. And, you know, he's two away from the Royals' single season record of 48. Which was by Solar. Solar, which yeah. that record needs to be held by someone different. <laughs> I really liked Solar for a while. And then he just. I do not anymore. He is Keontae Ingram to me. Really? <laughs> yeah. He wow. was so bad at the plate. <laughs> when he was just mashing home runs, like every 15 at bats or whatever, but yeah. he's striking out the other 14. It's like, fine. I don't care. I know what your job is to hit home runs. Yep. As soon as that stopped, I was done for. And the dude was striking out oh, man, way too suck much for again. me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I do want, I want somebody that is like, a, who is a royal, like a lifer, mm-hmm. to hold that record. And that is Salvador Perez, which mm-hmm. would be incredible. Like uh, even when Moose, uh, Mike Moustakis broke the record and he held it. Yeah, <laughs> which was obviously, like 30. Right. 32. He's he's moved on, but I, like he's a royal mm-hmm. forever. It, like Hosmer too. Like there are just certain guys that even though they moved on, you're always going to be a Royal. Like, when you come back to Kauffman Stadium where the Royals play, you're still getting a standing ovation. 100%. That ain't happening for Jorge Solar. Well, <laughs> it ain't happening, so yeah. quit asking. <laughs> I mean, it would be great if Alex Gordon and George Brett could hold every record, but I do like this one for Salvi, and I hope he gets uh, – I hope he does get to the 50-burger. I mean, be. obviously, we've never seen a catcher hit that many home runs before, but it, it would be cool. And to see a Royal do it, that park is – not conducive to home yeah. runs. And that's why, I mean, the record for the longest time was like in the third. I think it was like 38. Yeah. And then Solar came around and crushed 48. And it had never, he must have hit most of his on the road. Uh, I think so. Well, that, and when he hit him at home, it's like he crushed him. Because it was yep. just like every time he hit the ball, it was going a mile. So it didn't matter where he was. But then when he just was swinging that hard and not hitting, mm-hmm. thunk. Yeah, I mean, we're about two weeks away from the greatest month on the sports calendar. October. It's going to be crazy. I mean, you're going to get the start of the NBA season yep. on October 19th. But we're also, um, what did I say, training camp starts in one week on September 28th. Yeah. That's when Ben Simmons is like, nope, not going to be there for that. And I don't blame him. And also the 76ers like, we know, we took your key card. You're not <laughs> fucking coming back. Uh, but also, Major League Baseball, like – Watching September baseball, not really something that I do. No. I, I've paid attention to some of the – honestly, I've paid attention to the home run race to see which one of these guys is going to lead the league in home runs. However, I love playoff baseball. Yeah. So it, once that starts, we will probably talk a little bit more baseball. And once the NBA season starts, we'll talk about the NBA. But I, I am excited for playoff baseball. It gets a little bit cold outside. That's probably honestly why I put it on the rundown today. My body was like, hey, a little chill in the air. <laughs> it's probably about time for postseason baseball. You know what sounds good for dinner? Chili. Yes, it does. <laughs> I'm going to go buy a couple cans of it. <laughs> yeah. I will buy – I will make my own. But also, I'm not like a hater of canned chili. Oh, you make your own chili? I do. Are you pretty Is good it, at it? No, it's nothing special. Mm. But it's good enough for me. And I make a lot of it. <laughs> and then I eat way too much of it. I I stay strapped with that chili. I always 
No, <laughs> yep. you did not. I you... stay strapped with the chili. I always have the ingredients to make chili in my house. I don't care if it's July or if it's December. I always have the ingredients to make a good chili. So you always have ground beef in the fridge? Yep, got some in the freezer. No shit. Stay strapped. How long can you keep it in the freezer? It usually doesn't make it that long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a freezer, so like six months. Six months? Okay. I feel like that's low. That's a low bar in the freezer. I just, I really don't know, because I bought steak, and then I mm-hmm. just never made it, and I left it in the freezer, and it starts to get those like ice crystals on it, and I don't know if that's just you know, like freezer honestly, burnt, maybe- or if that's like okay. Maybe our listeners need to help us out on this one because I've also like when I was married, my in-laws were farmers, mm-hmm. so they would just have this deep freeze full of meat. Yes, which is like the one thing I miss about being married, and and the back scratches. Yeah, well, I can get those. It's whatever the meat. I cannot Ooh, go ahead. Little humble uh, brag. But <laughs> I would also read the dates on it, and like I got divorced like five or six years ago or something, and the dates on this stuff would be like. 2004 i'm like ah is that good i (laughs) i don't know i know that some people their family would be like no it's in the freezer it's fine yeah but like eventually when do we cross that line yeah this is okay and it's not okay i don't know that line because my family did the same thing growing up like you know you'd go deer hunting you'd have deer meat Mm -hmm. or like you'd get a cow butcher and you'd keep the meat so, like, we would just be eating meat all the time. I don't know at what point yeah. how long that meat had been in the and freezer. And I know, like, a lot of people would be like, you know, you put the old stuff, you bring it out, you put in the new stuff on the bottom. You know what I'm just remembering as a kid? We had a freaking deep freezer in, like, this shitty garage as a kid, and we'd have to it climb. doesn't everyone in the Midwest? Yes, but, I mean, <laughs> we'd have to climb through just random shit to get to the freezer and be like, go get this meat, this is what it says. And it would be, like, ground beef or just mm-hmm. different steaks. But... Growing up, we also went coon hunting, and you would just keep a coon so you could, like, use the fur and, like... This is something I don't know about. Yeah. <laughs> and to, like... Or you'd have, you like, keep a deer... the fur? Like, the pelt in the, the freezer? The whole fucking coon, dude. No. Swear to God. Or like, a deer, or, like, a deer head. But you'd have it, like, wrapped up. But I'm just now processing this, and I'm just saying this to everybody right now, is I would have to, like... I would move a dead coon or, like, a deer head out of the way and be like, oh, just sit over there, buddy. And then I would grab the meat that was requested from you my mom. redneck. Dude, no shit. <laughs> Holy cow, I'm just now remembering that. And then you would, like, put everything back in and be like, okay, now you got to get through all the shit with, like, this handful of meat for your family and your siblings. I, oh, oh, man, did I put the raccoon back in the freezer? <laughs> I better go check. And it would be like, which... What coon is this? What bobcat is that? And it's just like, I don't know. Is there a damn bobcat in there? That's a big-ass freezing. It wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) You just got to know how to fold it. You just got to stack that (laughs) shit up, man. And if you fold it the wrong way, it would freeze that way. Oh, yeah. When you would unbend it, you don't know if it was the ice cracking or the bones, but there was something. That's that's a little much for me. I'm sorry. I'm not an anti-hunting guy. I, I, I get the needs of it. I just don't do it. It's just there's times I look back at my childhood and just think about the crazy shit that happened that I thought was normal. And I look back now and it's like, I couldn't imagine doing that. But there are so many people even that are listening that will relate to it. 100%. And they're like, oh, yeah, I've got like four deer in my freezer <laughs> yeah. right now. Share it with us. Yeah. <laughs> Need to get some of it off Spread your hands? Spread the love. <laughs> I'm divorced now. I don't get that free meat. Yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway, that's it for us today. Got a little random at the end, uh, but we will be back tomorrow. And as always, remember to use that code from Manscaped, another one of our great sponsors. Use Miked Up 20 to save 20% off at manscaped.com. <laughs>